Marky Worthington podcast all day. All day. Dream by night. <laughs> Don't buy me a drink. Just give me 10 bucks. <laughs> all day. <laughs> Go down to the strip club with your floppy disk and turn it into a hard drive. Yeah, right. You'll get fucking thrown out by Big Tony. <laughs> We're here to name names and make people feel more ashamed for shit that they're not proud of. Don't blow it. Keep it simple. Count your money. No, whatever it is. Hey, welcome to the Marky Worthington Comedy Podcast. This is episode 72. Got a long-time listener of the show, first time um, on the show, Jeremy Smith. How you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm doing good. Thanks, Marky. How you going? Yeah, good, good. It's so weird. I've never done this before. It's, uh... Yeah. Well, um, it's one of those things I don't... Like, a lot of people have seen clips from the podcast, but not everyone sort of, like, watched, like, the whole video uh. stuff. So um, a lot of people, like, when they come in for the first time, they're like, oh, this is where the clips are made. Like, yeah, the just videos sitting in a I've room seen. with another guy talking like this, it's, it's very intimate. It's we, we, you're here with, like, th- at least three other guys, four maybe, because, like, each poster is, like, looking at you as well no, as, no, like... It's, it's, uh, I didn't realise podcast was just pictures of you on the wall. <laughs> Essentially, it is, yeah. It's That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I'm going to do this at my home. I'm going to put pictures of me on the wall. But it's a bit like when you go to defeat Bowser in um, in Mario. He's got a portrait of himself on the wall. Like, it's just to show. Like, I'm kind of like the final boss of the... Um, of the uh of the Canberra podcast yeah, yeah. not not really it's it's more so when you've been if you've been on any others then uh you probably just stay on those no most people don't come to mind but the other thing is mark you can't get rid of your beard man like, like your beard's there forever i'm stuck now it's a yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it's, it. it's it's the uh it's the look that i've that i've gone for it's a bit like um i try not to fall into that category of like having like a thing that i always wear on stage you know what i mean like a like a yeah, like yeah, a specific you, thing. you have that shirt that's uh mr right now that, that's, yeah. that's one you do wear quite often it's what but but which the, which is true you, you are mr right now <laughs> it's funny because it's the only white shirt I, I actually originally wore that because i knew the stage backdrop was going to be black curtains and it was going to be filmed so i'm like i need to wear a contrasting color yeah. and the only shirt i had that was light was that one and it's got black sleeves so it's kind of become um what i used that shirt, for yeah. that and the, and the images that i sent to the cartoonist that did that used um, was with with those photos, so that's it would have been good if you had to put the text on there. That would have been yeah. Well, the beautiful. best thing is now I haven't launched it yet, but I have those shirts with that logo on the pocket. So right. <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> anyway. And uh, when I wear one, it's kind of like um, you know a, a cartoon version of me on the shirt that I'm wearing. Yeah, that's, uh, that's something. Anyway, no, it's good. It's good to be here, Mark. I, I've been waiting for this for ages, to be honest, mate. I've been waiting, and yeah. waiting to get on this podcast. But this is my first podcast. But thank you. I think you're the only person that actually was waiting. And oh, no. <laughs> there's a long list of people in Canberra waiting for this podcast. <laughs> Isn't that good? The 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 um the people that I hit up always are just like, oh, maybe yeah, I'll let you know. And then the people that actually want to be here are waiting for me to hit them up. That's a fucking double-edged sword, isn't it? Oh, really? So I was meant to play hard. Like I was as soon as you sent the message, I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, no, no, like... you're one of the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even guarantee the people that have been on it wanted to be. <laughs> They're just probably fucking sick of um. Some see the biggest thing is I find it's hard some comedians don't want to promote themselves it's hard to like yeah yeah, yeah like your most personalities of a comedian is like don't fucking look at me but also i need you to look at me to sell tickets and do stage time yeah 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 that, that's probably one of the uh, oddest things about doing comedy is that you have to self-promote that's been the yeah that's been the trickiest because because you don't do that in normal life do you, you don't sort of do no. self-promoting no and yeah like you say like uh, a lot of comedians are certainly me like i come from a yeah, background with a bit of mental health can i say that um and and yeah it's, it's not natural to go absolutely say, you can say that <laughs> it's it's not natural to come and say yeah come and check me out because i'm a weirdo like uh yeah 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 but, but you have to background in mental health um i think that a lot of the time you're better off like leaning into that right like being like if you want if you want people to watch you on stage, you've got to kind of overcome that awkwardness of self-promotion. Like initially yeah. I didn't set up an Instagram or a Facebook or anything like that for my comedy. But then I got to the point where just not wanting to do it became, became counterproductive. So I was like, it's either I lean into it, create an Instagram, create a Facebook and start promoting shit and then make it what it is. Or I just keep meandering around and eventually I'll just won't have a following and won't have anything. 
Yeah. All at the cost of, oh, because I didn't want people to give me shit for self-promoting, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a very unusual process. But, yeah, it's, it's you know, that, that's kind of cool aspect of it, I guess. You're sort of putting yourself out there. Um, but, um, yeah, you feel pretty exposed, you know, mm. uh, especially uh, especially the idea of saying, you know, like, even if I, like, am doing, doing a, a show and, uh, you know, you're sending messages out to to friends like saying yeah come and check me out i'm i'm really funny like it's mm. really yeah <laughs> do you ever find that like um sometimes you you promote a show and you see someone there that you notice and it puts you off a little bit like if you recognize someone in the audience no but but, but i feel really really self-conscious thinking you know what, what what if i say yeah come and check it out yeah and then you're not funny yeah um <laughs> Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's 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 a weird process to be going through, isn't it? Like, I mean, you can sort of, uh, yeah, it's just different to work, isn't it? Like, you go to work and you yeah. you know you can sort of do your job. But anyway, this is a very deep market to be talking about how yeah, serious aspects of comedy. Oh, but um, it's 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 getting. Weird I can't always the be the cartoon. Yeah, I've got I've got to sometimes be the 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 fucking the over psych analyzed fucking you know TV doctor. Feel. yeah so, so <laughs> it, it it is weird sort of having people in the audience especially people that you know like i i i don't really look at the audience because i can't like, like i just all i can do is just sort of reel off my bit there's, there's people around like people like yourself and other people who seem to be more comfortable up on stage and they'll just sort of riff and talk i, I can't do that i'm just going to mm. go out there and do my bit and, and a lot of the time you can't see people anyway which is probably yeah. a good thing like a, yeah it's yeah well we can't do all fucking theater gigs mate um <laughs> But, I'm uh, used to the big stage, Mark. That's uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That, uh, that's that's why I'm here. The biggest stage that I'm on is the one that I've created on my social media platforms by just telling yeah. people that I'm bigger than I really am. I actually feel like that is a thing, though. Like I feel like people that because I have a few followers that only know me from social media. They've only followed my page because they like a clip or something like that, and they've never been to a show. And for mm. the longest time, people were looking at my comedy poster and thinking that I was doing a fucking hour every month at the basement and didn't re read it and realise that it was an open mic and I was just emceeing it. Like They hadn't come to see you. They've, never, they've just gone like, oh, I'll have to make it out to one of your shows one time, and you're just sitting there like... Why aren't you? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was just like... And then, and then just like fucking like not know what it even is or even read the poster like i don't expect everyone that sees it to like be as interested is it in it as i am but i do think yeah. that like if i follow a page i usually have a little bit more like conviction behind why i followed it like i, I kind of want to know what it is about and all that sort of shit i mean at the end of the day i appreciate followers but i really prefer like more like loyal followers that like also come to shows and shit like that yeah see, see i'm i'm at a different stage for you Mark, which is why i'm surprised that i'm here on your podcast because <laughs> I, I don't have followers so to speak like, like i've done shows and people have come to see shows well you're but, not going to have much more after this but uh, <laughs> i'm lose. expecting is this live streaming like is this oh no i didn't want to do oh, it live okay. um i expect this is going to be the turning point in my career Mark. yeah well the the issue is um i can't um I can't pull out any of the ramblings that I put in there accidentally. So the reason is that I want to I re want to retain my followers as much as you'd like to get some. And so, so you don't put it out live because you want to vet it. Yeah, it I need out. to sometimes vet it. Are you going to um, get rid of that bit? No, that'll stay in. Yeah, that'll stay in. I don't think we've crossed any territory yet. We are um, eight minutes and forty-five seconds in. If you look down at the counter and and we're um, less than that, um, then I've okay. cut something out. Can I see a counter or can no, they, no, can they no. see a counter? They'll see it because they'll be able to see how long the video is. Are you talking to them? Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. That's, that's connecting. It's, uh, it's, I'm doing crowd work to an audience that yeah. isn't even existent yet. <laughs> I'm how, so how many views does this thing get? Like, like when, when, when you put one of these out? This one, three, but normally around 30. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's three new people that are going to want to see me. No, it's three of the 30 that unsubscribed after watching the first three yeah, seconds. Possibly. You saying that's because of me or because of you? Um, no, it's, this was the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> <laughs> well, it even happens with bigger podcasts. Like, I'm not... Uh, like I, Okay, so honestly, my my um, views at this point... And look, this is at a point... Views or views? Views. views yeah, yeah. My few views um, <laughs> at this point 
it's usually I usually get around any anywhere from like five to thirty regular views, right? Yeah. Okay. G'day, thirty people. Yeah, um, I'd probably err on the five, five side for that one. Yeah, yeah, just go for the safe bet. <laughs> um, but sometimes I'll put out like a clip as a short, and it'll get like a thousand. Like it, it just depends on what I do. But that's only if, it's because of today's society. A fucking fifteen second clip is enough to is about the re, the attention span of the average yeah, yeah, online yeah, audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I put out an hour, because I used to do, I've done a couple podcasts that were like two hours, right, in the early days of podcasting, and I had to like really make a conscious effort to keep it under an hour, because even the people that are in it for the long haul, by long haul, an hour is about. Fuck, I haven't even yeah, watched yeah. the last episode of Stranger Things because I seen it goes for two hours and thirty nine minutes, and I was just like, dude, I have not got a fucking enough time to wonder what the fuck happens. No, I, 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 so what's embarrassing is I don't really know what Stranger Things are. Yeah, it's, uh, it's probably terrible. The fact that you said I don't know what they are means that. You <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it's a show, but, but anyway. So, so I've, I've got this terrible habit of um, Stranger Things. Are those the things if you spend over thirty dollars at Coles, they give you one with the no, no like a plush toy? Like, like yeah, yeah. Can um, do you have any Stranger Things left? I. I, I I don't even get through movies these days. Like I'll, I'll do a movie by Wikipedia. I don't know if that's really showing my age because because I'm a bit older than most comedians around. The fact around you know Kevin. what fucking Wikipedia is showing your age, dude. <laughs> no, that's that's all. I, so I watch you know half of a movie. And I think no, I can't be bothered. I'm gonna yeah. go check the rest out on Wikipedia and see what happens. And yeah, go really. to sleep, yeah. I don't even bother. Like if I'm not gonna start watching it, I'll watch the whole. Th I'll just Wikipedia the whole. Th do you know what? Actually, I don't even Wikipedia. It's either I spend a lot of my life watching this movie, like a three-hour movie, or I won't spend any time at all. Really? Like I don't. The, the, I think it's watch very digital. Very yeah, it's, yeah, it's very Asperger's. But the um, the the thing is, it's like I either spend no time on it or all my time on it. It's just the way that I work. Like I either get like obsessed with something and fucking will just like spend as much of my time as possible on it, or I'll just be looking for like the next thing that's going to be the thing that I spend all my time on. So, so how do you decide between the one you actually watch and the one you don't? Um, okay, maybe there's a 30-second vetting process. <laughs> but after that, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I can look at a movie just by... I, they say don't judge a book by a cover. We'll make a better fucking cover if you want me to read it then. Yeah, like, that's right. I'll, I will look at, a, at the the, th of the short, like the trailer of a movie or whatever and just be like, there is no fucking way I'm going to watch that shit. And then yeah. my vetting is I'll let someone else watch it and tell me that it's worth watching. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I outsource my my fucking. Um, it's like an assistant. Yeah, I'm like yeah. the world's my assistant for my life. Um, yeah, right. I mean, you know, I've got I've got wife and kids now, Mark, and so you know, my movies are now, you know, Pixar that type of stuff. I mean, kids kids movies, which which are actually pretty good. Like there's um yeah, uh, that, again, that's probably embarrassing to admit, but um, there's re there's really good kids cartoons. Yeah, really, really deep stuff. No, like, legit though. Like, no, that's, I, yeah. how good is it? Like that that exists. Like, because when I was a kid, and when um, well, they're probably um more like stage productions when you were a kid, but like our version of a movie, um, okay, not that old. All right, never mind. Um, <laughs> fuck. Um, kids movies were just for kids, but it seems like yeah. now they've kind of made, although they wouldn't be for kids now because they put so much like mature content, mature content in older kids movies. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like now there is actually, it's nearly like they know that parents are going to be watching them with the kid. Now there's like a little yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. it's a little bit for everybody. It's a bit like, uh, do you remember play school from back in the day? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, they, the original yeah, presenters yeah. would sometimes drop a like a joke in there for the parents. There was that one guy? What's his name? He, he Phil? Was, was it Phil? Or John? There was one. John, guy John, and Monica. Like was it Monica? Yeah. John and Monica were like the co. I don't know. Uh, they were like the originals. I think her name was Monica. Anyway, so what was the joke that he dropped in there though? There was there was like a notorious one that he had. It was one yeah, about bottoms or something. Or anyway, it was yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know what a bottom hat looks like, but that's a top hat. Perhaps you'd, you'd like uh, to get somebody to help you make a glass bottom boat, but preferably not anybody in the family because it's, it's obscene and it's called incest. Get out of there, Jemima, will you? Well, it's time for us to go now, but before we go, because it's the last day of school this week, mm. well, let's shut the, let's shut the doors.
dude, yeah. that was good they stuff. They used to so. do that show live, dude, and I, I sent a clip. Actually, if if I can find it, I'm going to, like, put this clip right here in post-edit. So if yeah, you're okay. watching the podcast on YouTube, you'll I'm see... I'm still coming to terms with, with, with this versus what I'll see in yeah. the production. But anyway, yep, yep. there'll be... Um, a, yep. they'll, I'll, I'll, I will, um, like, put the image over here to play um as we're doing it yeah, yeah um i'll do a commentary so what happens is um the guy that one of the originals the one they should do it live is playing with the dolls he's like got them out and he's like fucking like holding yeah. them and doing the little like scene that he's created and as he leans forward a pack of winnie reds fall out of his <laughs> top pocket and just slap between the um down on the bench between the two um characters that he's playing with yeah. And he's like, whoa, and just like puts that, he's like, better not touch those, ha ha, and, and just fucking gets it going again. But um, yeah, that that's what sort of shit would be on there. Like there was stuff in there that was just for everybody. And I think yeah. also because kids shows weren't very common then, like no, sort no, of yeah, still I'm, getting used to the idea of having an audience of kids funded by the parents. Yeah, and I, like I'd do a joke about, you know, what my kids have now versus what I had. You know, like I remember having at one stage, you know, one TV channel. That was it, ABC. Like that's really showing my age, isn't it? But um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, no, that's terrible. I, I was living out in regional Queensland, so that was partly why. But yeah, like like one TV channel, you know. And then yeah, at one stage it was. You're in fucking isolation before it was cool. Yeah, 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 pretty <laughs> much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's a. Uh, yeah, I, I I watch a lot of kids shows now, which which is good. I kind of enjoy them, you know. Like. Uh, yeah, well, like like I said, it's um it's aimed not just at kids like if a new pixar movie or something comes out that's like a follow-on from a series i grew up with like so when i was a kid it was like the 90s pixar shit toy story and all that sort of shit hmm. but they're still putting out newer versions of that movie so if i'm on like disney plus or whatever and because they've got like future armor and simpsons and stuff mm, on, yeah. on on disney plus which is why i pay for a subscription um which is why they should be paying me for the fucking ad you fucking dickheads um <laughs> But I and I see like oh there's a new Toy Story out. Well, I remember the first one, so I'll watch that just to see like what it like because it's because I fell in love with it when I was a kid. So that nostalgia it carries yeah. on into adulthood. It's a bit like why I still watch the fucking Terminator series. The first two were fire, so like I'm just committed to that series, even if they're off the rails and shit. Now I still need yeah, to keep watching them. I've only really seen the first two ones, and then it you know that. They just lose it, don't they? The like, best description I ever heard was Terminator 1 was brutal. Terminator 2 was a love story between a boy and his pet cyborg. And that yeah, yeah, is cool. essentially... Yeah. And I've got Terminator 1 and 2 jokes I do on stage, um, <laughs> which are not as funny as that like short piece. There's so many jokes that I've like boiled down and just been like, that's all that needed to be. Not a full sentence, just like that yeah yeah no i do that a bit yeah stretch them out too long and they just yeah, yeah. Is, is that what you're saying they get a bit yeah tired, yeah bored like with what you're saying it's nearly like i've put it out before i worked on it you know what i mean like it's still a bit doughy yeah. um and it's like jim norton's got this great fucking joke about the ufc it's out there it exists so i can say it but um he it's not like he texted it to me and said what do you think of this joke um <laughs> But he was just like, the UFC looks like two blokes are about to have sex and midway through one of them decides he doesn't want to anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, so I, I got obsessed. Sorry, this is a bit different, but I got a bit obsessed with UFC watching clips of UFC because it's just so violent, is it? Like, it's just so unbelievably violent. I just got sort of captivated by oh, like Blanca from to... Street Fighter, dude. You just had to watch war. Oh, man, you like chaos crazy. and murder. But, but now, like on, on my social media feeds... UFC stuff comes through all the time and yeah. I can't get rid of it. Like I can't, it, it just assumes that I'm in this really violent Fucking Jeremy person. Rogan over here. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've tried to watch, you know, clips of kitty cats to, to make myself yeah. appear more sweet and caring, but I still get the UFC feed coming. Yeah, through, and so. it's just turned into like, um, like a mixture of both where it's just like nature docos of like the big cats destroying other yeah, animals. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's the middle grounds. Maybe yeah. that's what it should be. Maybe if you look up, like, to try and recorrect it and you'll start looking at, like, nature documentaries and maybe it'll just give you that midline down the middle. Like, it's yeah, it's animals and nature and I, UFC in one thing. I thought you were going to say what we need, Mark, is, like, a, you know, Coliseum-type 
people versus animals. Like that oh one. yeah, yeah, like a, um, like the ancient Romans used to do. Yeah, yeah that's first, right. Like, what is this? The bloody um, the history podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, another thing that um, I was thinking of when we we're chatting um, earlier about like um, not wanting to be out there as a comedian, but also needing to be out there. I think also society is a little bit like um they give people shit for like promoting themselves like i feel like the reputation sometimes is like oh look at this wanker he's got like fucking like me i've like over the years i've like managed to build about a thousand instagram followers and that's not anywhere near what like it should be to get regular things and a lot of that i've just built like over the years right and slowly getting it to that point Mm. like you know um but it nearly feels like by promoting myself i'm also susceptible from people being that aren't promoting themselves feeling like they're the fucking superior type of person like they're like oh i got a hundred but like i didn't even do anything whereas in, in the comedy scene like yeah or influences just or... just in general like entertainers in general like yeah. like there seems to be this vibe of like um vibes like a um like an atmosphere and just like bringing you up to speed yeah, yeah. you know um <laughs> thanks thanks <laughs> uh, so where it's like if you work to build a following people will give you shit it seems that aren't willing to put in that work so it's like they don't put in the work but they're making it seem like they meant to do it that way as opposed to they just were too lazy to fucking do it but there's there's a term for this mark it's tall poppy syndrome is that what you're talking about like people who get out there and do... there's a whole thing for this there's there's a term okay tall poppy syndrome have you have you heard of that no what's it's, that? it's this real australian thing yeah is 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 is, is that what you're talking about where, where people who what's a tall poppy syndrome do you really not know i've heard it but we'll explain <laughs> So, a tall poppy syndrome is... Um, do, do you really not know? Like, am I really... No, I'm you? like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so that's where, you know, in Australia... I thought if, it was if, like some Anzac Day shit. No, no, so that's in... <laughs> uh, no, no, we can talk about Anzac Day. I used to be in the military, but anyway, we, we weren't... Um, that's not... It's not an Anzac Day thing? No, no, no. So, so tall poppies... Weren't... I thought it was like PTSD or something, because it's like, you know, like I went like poppies, Anzac Day, Remembrance Day poppies in the wall <laughs> maybe i'm going yeah. a bit too far yeah, into no, no. I, think, I think you're being a bit too so, so tall poppy syndrome is thing in australia where people who do well get get criticized because they're doing well by the people who um so, so the tall poppy that grows taller i can't believe i have to explain this to you mark this is this is embarrassing but so, so me or big... you because <laughs> i'm having fun well, 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 both because i i'm not explaining it very well but so so the tall poppy grows big and and the the small poppy is criticized the tall poppy because it's doing really well is that criticize it yeah 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 because they don't like people doing... Australia is a bit against oh. people doing well. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, are, no, I, I get it. Um, so it's like... I'm building... <laughs> I'm building my way up so then the other poppies, people, yeah, yeah. Are, who, are like... Who, who are a bit look, too lazy to put themselves out there or don't want to put themselves yeah. out there. Don't want to see other people doing well, so they'll sort of cut them down. You know, yeah, Cut down okay. the tall poppy, so to speak. But. Oh, right. And also, if you're going to, like, cut a poppy, you'd probably go for the one that was above the rest, right? It's not people cutting the poppy. It's the small poppies cutting down the big poppy bark. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Did you, what are you, like, a little poppy or something? Um, anyway. But did the other fucking poppy send you in here to get me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I've come in here to cut you down because you're a tall poppy. What is this, the fucking insane clown poppy? <laughs> um Um, yeah getting back to you talking yourself uh, talking yeah well that's a thing promoting yourself yeah Yeah. well i've never heard that well i've heard that term i didn't ever i've never heard it explained um like i said man like that just saved me googling it and its content for the podcast like see how i crowdsource my fucking information please i could sort of provide insight and if you're getting insight from me mark that's not a good thing man i'm not a very insightful person yeah well it's a problem with crowdfunding isn't it sometimes (laughs) it's better than others um but Mm. it's i have heard other comedians say that that's a very australian thing like you said like it's a like we always support mm. the underdog and um the minute you're like the front runner then there's a new underdog yeah 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 i think so i mean i i sort of i don't really know how to approach the comedy scene market like so so, so i sort of figure the, there's people who, who are just naturally good funny people 
and they will just you got some clips and stuff out there though i like i like your content i i, I think i'm okay like i'm until this show goes on air and then i'll be amazing but um but yeah there's there's people who are just naturally quite funny and and, and i assume I, I don't know if this is true or not one day i'll be on your podcast <laughs> In a way, it'll be in my room. Like, it'll be in a proper studio. <laughs> studio, yeah. yeah. This so isn't it's, my it's room. It's very cosy. Well, it's, so a, it's a dedicated here. room that, I, yeah, that yeah. is for the studio, but yeah. Anyway, I'm, um, I, I assume that there's people who in comedy or, or, or any sort of, you know, career or, uh, you know, entertainment type field who will just naturally do quite well. To some extent, regardless, and, and I don't know if this is true, this is just sort of chucking this out there, regardless of whether they're promoting themselves or not, that they're, they're just a bit sort of destined to be good comedians do you do do, do you think that there's it's probably a bit of a mix of both i'm not saying it's one or the other but but do you think there's people who like there's comedians and the people who self-promote and put themselves out there are the ones who will do well or do do, do do you think there's an element of uh there's, there's natural comedians who, who yep. will just do yeah absolutely there's people but, that are naturally funny and good but they are shit at promotion. Um, so if you catch them at an open mic, you're like, fuck, dude, that guy's so good. Have you done comedy before? No. Have you got your shit together and gone to more open mics? I did one like four years ago. Okay. So that person is good, but they just don't have the promotion. Usually those people end up, if they make it, it's because they went with like a promotional company that did all the social media and shit for yeah, them. Yeah, okay. yep. Then there's people... Um, and I'm not going to say which one of these, like, I'm not going to say oh, which yeah. one of these I am Okay, yeah, okay. because I've just talked about how much I promote myself, <laughs> That's right. but there anyway. are there like, I don't want to seem like I'm like, got this, like the same way that the, the tall poppy syndrome, I don't want to sit. No, nah, that's not the right way to use that term. The fuck I've already, <laughs> do, do, do I just learned again, it. Again, do we, yeah. I've learned it and I fucked it up. No, I'll just listen back to the tape. Anyway. Save you the time. This time I'll actually do some research um, on my own show. Um, I'll watch, I'll let someone else watch my podcast and tell me whether I should fucking listen to it. Um, but <laughs> I, I honestly think without sounding too full of myself, I think I'm funny enough, right? Like I'm not, I'm not like hilarious, but I'm only a five year comedian and the people I compare myself to are like 20, 30 year comedians. They're like all my influences and shit. Yeah. I'd like to think I'm somewhere in between these two. So there's people that do no promotion and they're um, funny. Yeah. And then there's people and there's, there's everything in between and you get down to your people that just put everything online and they're not quite there. Like they need more practice. They'll put stuff out half baked. Yeah. They won't write. They'll just like, I've, I get people that'll record like an, a full open mic set on their phone and just put the entire set online. Like while they're still working on stuff. Like I've been fairly careful when I release stuff online that I only do like crowd work stuff or bits that I want to burn, like that might be topical or whatever. Like I, I go about it with like a fairly big, comedian mindset although i'm not at that level yet yeah right. so i only put out material that i don't see myself recording and putting out as like a special so that's what i do whereas like whereas someone like yourself because i don't do music so for listeners that don't know uh, jeremy style of comedy you do stand up and some musical stuff right yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do a couple of songs. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think I'm a great musician, yeah, Marky, but, but, but it's, it's just nice to have something that's a bit different from. No, it's good. Just it's talking. Good. I, I think I actually do think that you're good at. at um, that's that's guitar. what I was looking for, Marky. Thank you. That's, yeah, that's why I was putting that out there. So I'm not very good. And I was expecting. Yeah, thank you. Exactly. Yeah. See, so fucking coax me into the. Yeah, but <laughs> so needy, isn't it? See, see, this is what comedians are. Comedians are very needy. They, they, which, which is completely understandable. They, they need that uh, validation. Mm. Um, well, th why are we on stage doing it? You know that's why. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it, it makes perfect sense. But yeah. um, it, it's it's um, yeah, that, that's a funny part of the process. Is that um, like, like I've been I don't even take it back. You are good at guitar, dude. Like it's a good level. Like of um, it's a good mix of comedy and 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 guitar. And the good thing is, yeah. I, d I see you also just do open mics when you can. Like it's not just you don't sort of fall into that. Um, the safety net of having the the noise of the guitar to cover up 
um, the any silence. Yeah, I, I, I prefer the stand-up. Like I was talking to somebody at, at the basement the other day, and, and, and I think I prefer doing the stand-up. I, I really enjoy writing. Shout it. out Chris Martin. Yeah. <laughs> was um, it? No, I'm just... No, it was Cameron Ribbon. So oh, yeah. He's no, been on the show before. Who's, yeah. who's a friend of the show. Is, yeah, he's is, a friend of the show. Yeah, that's someone that's been on the show before. Actually, um, um, he... Um, He's good to get like feedback from. I think I've 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 learnt a lot about things from my set, which from like Cameron's perspective. Um, yeah, Cameron's very natural on stage. He's he's one of those people that's just very comfortable up there, and much more comfortable than me. I, I it's also quite, good to get the view of someone that's like fucking over taller. six foot. Yeah, yeah, it's huge, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really. Yeah. Anyway, um, you are a big guy, Cameron. That's yeah. true. Um, if, if, if you're one of the five, <laughs> um, I, I enjoy writing stuff. I think I. Um, I think um, I think I'm good at writing stuff. I I don't think I'm as good at performing it as I am as at writing stuff. Um, but but I enjoy the stand up probably more than the music. But but I do like writing a song because it's um, you know I don't think it's very strategic. But you know I I think in, in comedy you sort of need something to sort of you know stand out a little bit. Like we were talking about before, you sort yeah. of need to have something that puts you out there. And I think you know anything that is a bit different. Um, is is good. Like you know, Chris Martin's very good. You know, he he has quite a different approach to his mm. comedy, mm. Uh, and I think that makes him stand out. And so you know, I think the music is good in that context. It's just something that I can do that's a bit different. And yeah. I can sit on the couch at night and play the guitar yeah. while my partner chews because I can't stand the sound of people chewing. Oh, really? Yeah, it makes me. There's a, there's a, there's a term for that. It's called misophobic or something, or where, where you can't there's certain sounds you don't like. Homophobic. Um, I grew up in Queensland, and I, I, I did have periods where I thought I was homophobic. I probably shouldn't admit this, but I thought I was homophobic, but um, but um, but I'm not. But um, just but, you know, grew, grew up in Queensland, and, you know, you're sort of taught to be a bit homophobic. Yeah, it is. Mean? That's actually a good point. Um, is it <laughs> that I used to be homophobic? That, yeah, it. I actually needed that's that. Gonna, that's why I said it. So lucky there's only five people watching because yeah, this could ruin my comedy career. No, it? that's why I actually said that so that you could admit that because I could, then I could start the next part of the, the yeah. podcast. No, I don't. This, this was all set up before. He said, can you talk about something about being homophobic? So well, in the same way that you needed me to give you a compliment on your guitar, I needed <laughs> content for the podcast. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. I, I just, I just, you know, brought you in. But anyway, go, go. homophobic. Go, go. Um, don't, don't lose your train of thought. Um, so when, when we were chatting before about like um, the tall poppy syndrome, um, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. That was beautiful. Um, yeah. So that's, um, do you remember when we were really connected before? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, um, I think that in the same way, like the, the, in the, the Australian culture has that, like beat up the guy that's in front and support the underdog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also think that sometimes like there's the whole, like, um, and it also ties into like not promoting yourself. Cause that scene is like, why would you want to do that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the Australian culture is very like, um, don't promote yourself, don't do anything like that puts you out there, but also be funny at the same time. And I think that it's different in different areas. Do you find coming from like far north or from central Queensland or wherever the fuck you're from in Queensland? Um, wherever the fuck you're from. Wherever the fuck you're from. Anyway. That's the new ad campaign. <laughs> <laughs> wherever the fuck you're from in Queensland. Anyway, do I find country? Do I find? Do you find that that's different in different areas? I'm t I only thought of that um, mentioning the like homophobia and like growing up in Queensland and that sort of shit. Like, I think it all ties together. Like the whole like, oh, what do you want people to look at you, mate? Like, what are you bloody gay? Like you up there on stage with your little bloody shorts on and shit like and then and then like the whole like why would you want to promote yourself what do you want to get on stage and promote yourself what are you bloody gay or something mate <laughs> like and i feel like that is like a very like old school way of thought like i've i've had people come up to me at the end of the comedy nights and been like oh bloody hey buddy think you're funny or something do you it's just like dude yes like I, otherwise I wouldn't be fucking doing this. Like, yeah. do you think that it's different in different areas? And do you think we'll like get away from that eventually, or or do you think that yeah, man, regionally, like geographically, yeah, regionally, <coughs> like, um, you know, like more isolated parts of Australia, like you mentioned before in Queensland and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Look, maybe I mean maybe different ways, Marky. So. I, I sort of felt, and, and this could be completely self-imposed. This could be nothing to do with where I grew up, but but I feel that where I grew up. Any sort of artistic type pursuit mm. wasn't seen as as relevant or valid or mm. 
or a worthwhile pursuit. You know, unless you're going out laying bricks, you're not a real fucking um, breadwinner for the family, sort of thing. Well, so, <laughs> do you reckon? Or? As in laying bricks is artistic? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I mean like straight. <laughs> no, but not so, in an artistic way, but like just like like a building kind of way, like. Like, like you have to work in construction. If you don't have a job where you're not wearing high vis, you're not a fucking yeah, like yeah, yeah, contributing member of society. And yeah, 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 absolutely. So, so you know, where I went to school in in Gympie and Queensland, at St yeah. Patrick's College in Gympie and Queensland, yeah. you know, it wasn't sort of you know, uh, you know, put as a. It just wasn't seen as, as as a worthwhile path in a career context. You know, doing anything sort of arty, you know, yeah. music and like I, you know, the, out of my school, there's only one person I know who sort of you know was doing music at school, and then went on to a musical career. It's Darren Hanlon, who you know used to get quite a bit of airplay on uh, on Triple J. Yeah. And but but you know no, nobody else was pursuing anything artistic, mm. like mm. anything creative, really, like art or you know music or you know acting or theatre or whatever. You know any. Uh, and because it just wasn't seen as as a valid career path, and I guess it's probably true to an extent that you know, it's probably you know going down that path probably isn't terribly lucrative in terms mm. of unless you become you know Dave Hughes or you know Russell Crowe or someone. That's what or, makes it so much better when you do it. You know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, I so think so. fucking and, and, hard. And, and, and I think that um, you know we, we are so, and I say I try and say this to my kids. You know, like we, we're, we're so obsessed with money and going down a career path that. Um, that that's going to make you lots of money. Anything that isn't seen as you know a lucrative type industry isn't sort of given relevance. Mm. Uh, and I spent time up in Torres Strait um, doing work up there with Torres Strait communities, and up there, and I assume it's the same for for mainland Indigenous communities. But but art in in all forms, so whether it's dancing, you know, painting art, music, whatever, yeah, all that stuff is just part of. The community everyone yeah. does it you know um and so in the torres strait you know a fisherman who goes out fishing for dirty old fish every day he'd come back and he'd paint a picture and he would sell that in a, in a, in a gallery and so up there and I, as i say it's a, i assume it's a bit similar in, in mainland indigenous communities but but art and creative things is just integrated mm. into society whereas, yeah. whereas whereas it's not like that certainly where i grew up maybe there are communities where byron bay where it's um where yeah. it's seen to be just part of but so, you know, I, I sort of wished, you know, like I, I came to this quite late, you know, like I sort of came to this age of 43 or 42 and I wished I had done it a bit sooner. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I was busy sort of doing the career thing. Yeah, like, um, yeah. I wasn't very good at that either, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you don't have like, you know, you don't have fucking Jono that cuts wood on Saturday and it's just like, yeah, no, I got wood there if you want any, you know, how much for a ton. Also, I've got these bloody paintings I did yeah, if you yeah, want yeah, anything yeah. there. They're all on traditional canvases, you know, all that sort of shit. Like, you don't have that. I got a, <laughs> I got a fucking hat that I made out of a, like, rabbit skin, you know, like you don't have... Yeah, no, that's... Yeah, it's it's it's, it's seen as this really fringe activity. Any, anything... Well, not, not anything, but, you know, often in our... Especially Australian society, you know, yeah. artistic pursuits are seen as a fringe activity which nobody really should should or could do. But mm. um, um, not not to say that. I wonder know, how many artists are suppressed by that. Like, how much more art could we have if people were more accepting of that as a career choice? Yeah, heaps. Yeah, I, I, I think there's heaps of creative, talented people out there who are incredibly good at whatever yeah. it is they do, but but don't do it because it's not uh, a money making thing. Yeah. Like, like, I, you know, as as a like, I play the guitar and I love it. And, and again, I, I I'm okay at it, but but I don't think I'm great. And, and I can, no, you're uh, good, Jeremy. You're good. Th thank you. <laughs> um, but but you you see on on like my social media feed because because I'll jump on YouTube and I'll see someone playing a song to learn how to play a song. Yeah. And now we were talking. About, were we talking about UFC before we got on? Or now I have lots of UFC feeds. So so I also have lots of musical feed coming on my social media. I think that was on Mike. Yes, yeah, so that's oh, fine. Okay. okay. Uh, a bit of a callback there. Um, yeah. It was either a callback or a shitty move to talk about <laughs> shit that wasn't online. But yeah. Um, but there's you know, there's people that come through on my feed who are just average people. You know, they're not famous. I'll put a video of the, earlier in the podcast up here for reference. Of, 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 of the yeah, UFC. Uh, yeah, and, and also put in a clip. I'll find it. I don't know if you're allowed to do this, so tell me if you can't. But, but also a clip YouTube of somebody tell who, me. Who, who plays guitar. And these people are just average people, but they're so bloody good. But for whatever reason, they haven't pursued a musical yeah. career, or perhaps they do. But 
Um, but yeah, it's it's. I uh, guess it's uh, the same with comedy though. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's exactly it wouldn't the same, just yeah. be music. Like there'd be so many blokes that are just hilarious that are just. But also with comedy, it is kind of different, right? Like because you can be like with the guitar. If I'm sitting at home and I play, and I'm good at playing guitar, it's yep. a, not as much of a step to do that on stage. Whereas I can be funny at the pub and then step up on stage. It's a big step to doing that in front of people. Yeah, 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 definitely. And that, that's something like, like I sort of went and had a crack at comedy because I, because I was funny, mm. wasn't I? You were, yeah. <laughs> no, but, but I would sort of, you know. No, you're you're good. I, I would have banter with people, and it was it was kind of funny. And you know, people would say, "Oh, you're funny, Jeremy." But yeah, the, the, the stuff that I say in stories to people um, that that doesn't translate on a stage. So there's. Yeah. There's there's some stuff that does like I've sort of done a bit about my son saying my balls look like my butt, which, yeah. which is a which is a really good bit, and and he genuinely said that. But there's other things that just don't. I was trying to think what it was. Yeah, that's a good segue. Isn't it? Yeah. But but there's other things that 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 I can tell people, and it's hilarious. Oh, here, here I'll try this. Yeah. Oh, this is the biggest crowd you've ever done this joke yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. So let's so, get it out. so I. I, I you don't have to burn it on the show if you don't want. So. No, so. I, I, I don't think this works on stage, but but you can tell me if you think think differently. So so, I'm in the public service. I used to work with a guy who um, I won't say his name. He, he, he we used to both ride to school to to work. Sorry, mm. not to school. Um, and we would get changed together in the change room. Um, he, he was my boss at the time, and he had a very odd body shape. So he had a really long torso <laughs> and really short legs. Oh, like a, wee man. Yeah, yeah, but like, just like, a like, full size. Like like a full size. Mm. Dwarf. Wee man, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, little person, and it was yeah, yeah little. Sorry, um, yeah, <laughs> you was, thought about it and still <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> it was just, it was just very honest to think. Like, um, he was a really nice guy. I really liked. Him. I really enjoyed working with him. So, so it was nothing to do with his you know work capabilities. He, he was a great boss, and we used to think it was quite weird. I used to have a bit of a giggle to myself about um, <laughs> my boss who had this funny body shape. But anyway, about so so years later, I had kids, right? Mm. Um, and my second, and one of them looked like him. My oh, second fuck, son, that's Leo. not my kid. <laughs> no. My second son, Leo. Yeah. Um, um, he, he's now seven. Anyway, Kirsten, my partner, one day she she said, um, "Leo has your body shape because because Oscar, the old one, is is like Kirsten. He's very sort of tall and mm-hmm. uh, lanky." And said, "Leo's got your body shape." And I said, "What do you mean?" And she goes, "Oh, he's got a really long torso and short legs." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, and so. I realised at that point that I had the same body shape as my former boss that I used to make fun <laughs> yeah. of. Uh, and I found that out through my child. And then I looked at Leo and thought, yeah, he does. He's got a really long torso and short legs. Um, I have it. Um, my dad had it now. Uh, well, glad that like it was that way and not like, you know, like your missus banged your boss sort of thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was much better to find out with through, through my child. Yeah, that... Um, but anyway, so that's that's always a he funny just came story. Out with the grey ponytail and glasses. And you're like, ah, oh, there's no doubt on that one. Um, so, 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 so that, that that's a story I tell people, and and people always sort of find that, and it is quite a funny sort of scenario. But 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 uh, I don't know if I've ever told it on stage because I just don't think it would work. Like, I've got an idea on how to punch that up, and I'll tell you okay, off yeah, mic because go. I want no no. I'll oh, tell okay. you off mic because I want people to like anyone that's seen you t- telling that joke. Um, and then when you finally get it to work on stage, we'll be able to do a contrast between you telling me how you used to the yeah. joke versus how we punched it up and then you doing it. Yeah. That'd so be great. That'll, that'll, I'll, that'll I'll, be content. I'll even credit you on stage, Mark. So yeah. Mark are worthy of help to me. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be good. So, so there's, there's stuff that, you know, um, that, that's, yeah, that seems to be funny. You can sort of take on stage and it is funny. There's stuff yeah. that seems to be funny, but then um, you take on stage and doesn't really seem to translate, but but, I, but but as you say, it's it's hard to know. Like, like like I've thought about doing that bit, and I've never done it because I don't think it will work. But but I don't know. Because no, the, I, the thing is, the way I look at it is, I told this to a, a new newer comedian on the scene uh, recently. Sometimes you think something's funny, and you can see how that's funny, mm. but you just need to work out how to convey to the audience so that they can see it how you see it yeah 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 um, yeah there's lots of that and yeah, i get stubborn yeah. and i'm like you you idiots you you should find this funny yeah you fucking dumb cunts <laughs> if you could just look at this how i see it you would be laughing what's so, wrong with you people yeah, yeah well like did you forget who's fucking room this is <laughs> <laughs> um so i i i'll be like 
this is a good joke. I just need to convey it in a way so that you can see it how I see it. And I'll try several different ways. The way I picture it is, it's like, do you know, the, the um, going back to something more relatable, you know those toys that kids have where they get like the the shaped blocks and it's got to fit into the... the yeah, yeah, that yeah. Tupperware one. Yeah, yeah. So I um, look at it as like, this is the joke and I know it's good. I've just got to find which way to put that so that the audience can see it like i'll try this way now that doesn't work try this way now that doesn't work and then eventually i'll be like all right now you can get the joke i'll like hmm. force that into your fucking head um but <laughs> um it's just one of those things where it's like it's just about finding a way so that they can see it how you wanted to see it and i think yeah. that a lot of and the reason that i mentioned it before is because sometimes i'll like someone will try a new joke and I can see where they're going with it, but the audience can't because I'm like, you know, three steps ahead of the average yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, um, no, no, but, but so, sorry, I, I miss that saying you're more intelligent, but, yeah. but, but, but things do happen differently in your head than, 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 uh, and, and there's things you can see in your head that aren't necessarily well, obvious. Because or... I've been doing it for like long enough to see where the fucking, like what they're trying to get at. Yeah. Or maybe I had that same thought. Like, I've had someone say a joke at an open mic, and I'm like, I thought of that, but this is how I conveyed it. I've given people, like, unsolicited advice on how they could be funnier, and they're just like, yeah, fucking thanks for fixing me. <laughs> um, but no, I'll tell someone, like, I had a similar joke to that, and this is how I conveyed it. Now, I don't do that joke anymore, so I'm not going to tread on your toes. You can, like, see if that works with yours. And I've given shit away, because I'm like, I tried it, it didn't really work for me so and you seem to have a better approach than me on that bit so it's all yours um so yeah sometimes it's just about having sometimes a different set of eyes on the same joke to help convey it in a different way which is why yeah. it's good sometimes to bounce ideas off each other um but yeah oh you mentioned a story before with um your with your boss um and yeah. the long tour so that gets me into the segment for the show it is time for story time yeah come on grab your friends Great. we're all I already forgot this okay <laughs> <laughs> the fun will never end it's story time there we go yeah, do that, i just kick off or? yeah so that, let's uh let's get into it story time what, what do you got so uh, one of the one of the things i like about doing comedy is it the stuff um I don't know if this is bad or not, but there's stuff that I am more than happy to say because that I think other people would find embarrassing, but I just don't really care. I think there's bits of jokes that I do that um, is, and sometimes I'm meant to be making fun of myself, but I think people think I'm sort of making fun of someone else, but you know, I, I don't mind looking silly. That, that could be because I'm on antidepressants as well and I just had no sense of uh, uh, humour. <laughs> no, no sense of view, but also no sense of embarrassment. But anyway, so, that's so, a thing, though, right? Like that isn't it's it also suppresses other emotions in some people. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't laugh at you, Marky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. I I, I like your stuff. Yeah. Um, but but anyway, so so. Oh, that'll be the name of my fucking special. <laughs> Even the antidepressants couldn't stop me. That's right. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So so there's there's stuff that that, that I'm that I think. I don't know, I sort of struggle to say I'm good at comedy, but, but the thing I can do well at comedy is I can say stuff that other people wouldn't be prepared to say. Like, you know, like, like, like I wear in the shower. I don't, I don't care if people know that I wear in the shower. Yeah. That's, but a lot of people, I, I think everyone wears in the shower. A lot of people do, yeah. But I don't think a lot of people would, would admit, admit that. it. Yeah. So, but I, I think part of the reason I've reached a point where I'm not as embarrassed by stuff as I, as I should, and which, which links, segues into the story time, not just sort of waffling here, but um, is I spent time in hospital, um, in 2008, um, I had a motorbike accident where I just about ripped my foot off my leg. Oh, fuck. Um, what so bike I, was it? Uh, it was a Suzuki SV1000. Okay. And it was much bigger than me. So, sorry, much, much too big for me. Yeah. I was riding with a guy who was much better for me, much better than me, and I was trying to ke keep up with him. It was really stupid. It was that, that typical male ego thing. It's why men die. You know, it was, it was, and I, it was pretty close. Like It could have been a lot worse. But, but anyway... I spent three months in hospital getting getting you know various operations to keep my leg keep my leg on, um, and that process of being in hospital just my inhibitions just disappear mm. because you're in hospital. Um, and I remember that the first night I was in hospital, you know, the, the, the night I had the accident, 
I remember I had to wee in the bed because I couldn't get up. I was in this in this metal frame holding frame, my leg yeah. together. Like a halo, but for your foot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so the, on the first night, it was just a, a make-do thing, and then I had the halo thing for about A couple of paddle pop sticks and shit made yeah, you pretty fucked much, up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I remember the first night, and I and I, I had to do a wee-wee. And, <laughs> uh, so I had to ask for one of those little containers. Yeah. But I was so embarrassed because you know, by that stage, I'd never been in hospital before. I'd never... I'd never have to wear. I was really self-conscious about. It. I asked the nurse to close the curtain. This was like you know ten o'clock at night. There was no one around, so she got me a little bottle. I said, "Can okay, you just close the curtain, please?" And so I did a wee. But by the end of by the end of my time in hospital, I was just weeing with people in the general vicinity. Like yeah. the person in the bed next to me could be you know, sitting there with their family, and I could just do a wee because it just it just became so by normal. It, yeah. And I remember when I was in hospital, I, I had to get this procedure done um, to. Uh, um, where they had to find veins in my leg, veins and arteries, because I had to do a free flap operation, which is taking a bit, a bit of muscle off my back yeah. and plugging it into my leg to, to plug up Jesus. a hole. And so the, 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 I don't know what they are, but the, the specialist had to find suitable veins and, and arteries to, to connect up the muscle. Yep. And so they said, look, you're going to see this guy, whatever, he's, whatever specialist he was, he said, he needs to go into an artery at the top of your leg, that big, it must be femoral artery or something, yeah, and he'll, yeah. he'll put dye in there and it'll look at a scan yeah. and the dye, like that radioactive stuff, yeah, yeah. will light up. Mm. So they said, you're going to go get that tomorrow so prior to the free flap surgery. They said, what you need to do is shave your groin so, so he's got access. Mm. And, I, and I didn't ask, but I, I just thought, right, I'll shave my groin. I'll show you my groin. And I went to town, Michael. Like, I, I did some serious landscaping. Manscaping. <laughs> manscaping down there. Because I, because I, me, because I just thought, you know, show my groin. I took that very literally. Yeah. And so, but I, because <laughs> I had a broken leg, I, I wasn't able to get up. I had to spend lots of time lying in bed. And so I just had, I was lying in bed, you know, nude with a, with a plastic bucket of soapy water between my legs. <laughs> lathering you did up. it with a big dude? Sorry? You didn't use an electric one? You no, no, no. I, I didn't have an electric one. I just had a, a it wasn't a bit, but, but it was it was just a fairly standard, fairly standard razor. Not a lighter like the razor. <laughs> anyway, so I was sitting there in my bed and luckily I was in a room where I was up the far end. So it, it, it wasn't a thoroughfare. And I could spend days there, Mark, with, with only a nurse occasionally coming yeah, in to, yeah. to do something. And I would see no one. And my curtain was closed because I was shaving my groin. So I was sitting there with a, with a container. You know, I was just expecting I'd just be free to shave myself. <laughs> and so I was lathered up like I had soap everywhere. And I was shaving my groin and, and doing, doing a lot of removal of stuff. And like I say, I could have spent days there seeing maybe one or two people. But for whatever reason, while I was shaving my groin, people just decided to start coming into my fucking room. <laughs> While I was sitting there with my balls in one hand and a razor in the other, just shaving my genital, my groin, one guy came in just to check the bed. He wanted to check the serial number on the bed. Like of all the times he had to come and check, he was just a maintenance guy, right? He thought, oh, he came in and said, yeah, I'm just going to check the serial number on the bed. I'm like, really? You have to do this now while yeah. I'm sitting there with my balls in my hand. And then other people were coming in as well. Like a person who was like just a trainee nurse or something, she just happened to wander in and go, how you going? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? And so I think it was that point, right, where, where and, and so, so I, I shaved a lot and I went in for the procedure the next day. All I had to shave was like a square patch about that big, but I essentially stripped my entire groin area of any sort of hair whatsoever. And it turns out that I didn't need to do that anyway. With all these people coming in and checking on me, I don't know if somebody worded them up, said, go check on this guy because mm. they knew I was shaving <laughs> Anyway, I, I think there's a point where all my inhibitions pretty much disappeared, you yeah. know, because it's, it's just something I, I had to do. Like, I had to just shave my groin. Yeah. And it's just a thing. Like, it doesn't really matter. And it's quite, you know, it was quite embarrassing at the time. But it was so funny that you just sort of think, well, fuck. <laughs> and and, and that, 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 I think, helps. So that links back to the comedy because I, I just don't. There's only helps. things that we're so embarrassed about as yeah. people that just don't really matter, you know. But fear controls everyone. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. It's, if you have no fear, no, like, truly no fear. Like, I used to play ice hockey, right? And if you see kids get out on the ice, they don't know what it's like to hurt yourself. Mm. And they're usually better skaters because they don't skate with the idea of, I don't want to get hurt. Um, whereas I didn't start playing until I was, like, 23. 
So I already knew what it's like to fucking hurt yourself. Mm, so yeah. the minute I would start to fall, I would panic. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I played for like, I still technically play, but not currently in a season. Um, but I was six months in, I got into a team where, um, yeah, six months in, I got into a team, we're playing, we're at, um, I played a few games, um, I couldn't skate for shit, but like I was getting a bit of puck time, so that's cool, um, I fucking ran over a ref one time, they thought it was on purpose, so they called me the goon, and um, it was just after he made a call against us, and I was like going in for a penalty shootout, and I just couldn't fucking stop in time, and just bowled him over, got, no, you, got in trouble. You do look like an enforcer, on that. Well, anyway. I was happy to like have a spot in the team, so I was just take what I can get, but um, we're at training one time, and uh, we're doing what they call suicide stops, so that's where um, you just, um, instead of doing them, you kill yourself. No, I'm saying what, what you do is you 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 skate from one side to the other, uh, yeah, like yeah, um, yeah. sideways, so it's kind of like you're just like slowly working your way up to the, and it's just about finding the edges on your skates mm, and that yeah. sort of shit now. Um, I caught a divot in the ice on one side so when i've caught it like that i've overcorrected and stood up put my weight up and then rolled over one side and uh, my ankle was like sideways under under underneath me um so i had to um they they come out with you like the the coach and one of the other blokes um came over and helped me up and took me over to the the side and like um it just instantly started swelling up and um the swelling kind of put it back in place you know what i mean um but yeah i went to hospital and i needed to wait for the swelling to go down for a week and then i had to get surgery because the um fibia was had a spiral fracture the mm. um ankle had a separation tear and all this shit now when i was in hospital did you have to show your balls um no okay i did anyway but they they were like no that's fine um I remember once I went to the doctor with my sleep apnea because uh, yeah, yeah. I have sleep apnea. Yeah. And I fucking um, felt... I was listening. Sometimes when I wake up, like, breathe, trying to breathe in the middle of the night. With your machine? Or? No, before I yeah, got yeah, the machine. Yeah. Um, this was, like, leading up to me getting the machine. <laughs> I was like... Sometimes I wake up and it, it feels like, um, like, like my balls are getting tugged. And because I, I was just yeah. like like you're saying, I was just telling him everything with no fear. Yeah, because yeah. as a doctor, right? Well, now I'm putting it on a podcast, but yeah, like <laughs> I originally I trialed it on him, and now I'm trying it on the rest of the world. But I told him that, and in full seriousness, he just like I was just like, is that like something? Could that be related? You know, I'm just trying to tell tell him everything, you know. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that. Uh, that might be something else, but thanks for letting me know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so yeah, I um. Did you still get that on the machine? Like, it feels like balls have been tugged or that's gone now. Yeah, no, I stopped dating that chick. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it was her the whole time. But, um, yeah, anyway, so, um, I, um, I had to, I had to go get surgery and, um, while I was in hospital, <laughs> um, I don't know if it was what they give you for the surgery or something like that. Like they must have pumped a lot of IV into was, me. Or was something. this the ankle? Or was this yeah, the this is the yeah, ankle. Okay, yeah, yeah. So um, that was a side quest. Back yeah, to the main yeah, story. So yeah. we, um, I filled one of those jugs of piss. Yeah. In yeah. the first like few hours of being in like post um, surgery care, and I was like, "Can you grab me another one?" And um, I didn't know this, but they've got this big one that they pour it into, like yeah, back yeah. in the in the clean room yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like they pour them all into that and then they tip that out. So I filled another one of those jugs and then they were like, okay, here's like another one. I got the surgery at like four in the afternoon. Yeah. And like by the time like 10 o'clock rolls around, I've already filled like three fucking jugs. Right. Whoa, what do you mean drinking? I don't know. I was just like, for some reason, just well, that, that's that's a lot. But anyway, I mean, that's good. You're hydrating, Marky. That's good. Anyway, go well, on. um, the night's shift person came over and was like, um, we've run out of jugs in this ward. <laughs> I'm like, well, I need to pay. So she brings over the fucking big jug that you like that they pour Dip it into. <laughs> and said, do you want to just start 
painting <laughs> instead. So I'm like on the edge of the bed trying to pee in like the big one that they put it in. <laughs> it felt like a chamber pot, like I was just sliding it to one side. Oh, but um, yeah, so that's... Did, did you feel that one? No, I didn't feel that one. I mean, I took it on as a challenge, but um, I didn't want them to run out of bottled water as well. So Yeah, I, I, I remember again the first night, like, like I was... Well, initially, like, like I'd get so concerned I'd overflow that, yeah. that thing. So I'd do one handed in yeah okay by the end of my stay in hospital i was like an expert i could measure you know well hang on there's enough space for two more wees in that bottle yeah, so i'd yeah. sort of hold on to it it was yeah, it was uh, it was quite a liberating experience being in a hospital but yeah um no it, it it removes all like you said once you once you get rid of some of those like little things that people get tied up about it actually does free you up a lot yeah i think so yeah i've, I've also got a sleep apnea machine mark oh do you Marky? yeah, yeah. Um, have I told no. you? Oh, so, so I, I, yeah, I've got sleep apnea as well. But my machine, right? I don't know how yours goes, but, but, but I've got a weak sphincter, okay. not 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 a butt sphincter, like Internal. the sphincter into the into the. So stomach. do I, yeah. So, I had so, I had acid reflux when I was a kid, and it yeah, yeah. burnt it. So, because of I think this is what it is, my machine pumps up my stomach at night. Oh. So, so air, in addition to pump, you know, keeping my airways. Open. Which end do you put the machine? on? <laughs> I think I've been doing it wrong. Do, do, do you get air in your stomach? Like, do you uh, wake up? I'm, um, I use the full face mask. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Do you? No, no. What, you use the nose one, do you? Yeah, or, I had a nasal pillow. Yeah. This is a beautiful conversation. Yeah. But now I have one that goes over my nose, but oh, it doesn't right. do the whole face, but yeah. Yeah, no, so because I do the whole <laughs> face, um i find that i tend to inhale through my nose more so it's less likely to pump my stomach up yeah, okay. but for I've, the first I've, year of using it i used to get that as yeah, well okay so I, I have a chin strap as well so i've got a strap around my head yeah um, mouth guard no 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 mouth guard i just okay. have to keep the mouth closed on my, on my so i've got this you know this, yeah. this hose yeah yeah no i've tried i've tried that before but i just didn't need it because like the mouth was covered so whether my mouth's open or closed i'm fine yeah, okay so it's so what i find and i still get it so, so initially my setting was really high and it would be terrible like, like I, I would actually get so pumped up at night i couldn't walk to the toilet because i was so there was so air much rated. air inside but i've turned the machine down and it still happens but it's not it's not as bad but if i lie on my right hand side because this this is what i think something this is my because my stomach the exit to my stomach is is covered in stomach contents mm. my stomach just fills up and yeah. so i have to wake up and burp so i wake up <laughs> if i lie on my left hand side that exit to my stomach is mm. open and i fart <laughs> so that the air goes into my e intestine e either way I just fart yeah it's uh, so yeah that's 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 my apnea story is i, I yeah. wake up burping or farting it's um yeah it's a uh, it's a beautiful thing yeah. yeah it's one of those things where it's like it takes a while to get used to but yeah i've i've had it for the the machine now for about five years yeah um i was worried of course it was going to sort of cause problems in the bed you know sort of intimacy would yeah. disappear in the bedroom but it, but it's fine it's it hasn't caused any problems but. yeah well you can't fucking divide zero by anything more than zero well but, no I, I sort of figure i'm just concerned my wife seems to be a, appear to be attracted to someone who looks like they're in a coma that's, yeah. that's not normal <laughs> if it increased the intimacy you'd be more worried yeah. like oh yeah like um, while we're playing dress ups, I got this neck brace for you to put on. Fucking, we got. I got you me. I got up. me old halo from me leg. If you want to bung that on, fucking. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyway, that wraps us up with the uh, with the with the the podcast. Uh, we've got some dates coming up. Um, we've got um, the Mortal Comedy Roast at the basement. Jeremy's on that with me. We've got mm -hmm. Taylor Coftry and Kaifei also. The Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Uh, looking forward to that. Do you have have you been writing jokes? You ready to rock? Yeah, yeah. I've just been writing. So yeah, I mean, I, it'd just be a bunch of men insulting each other. Like that's yeah. it. It'll just be like being back at a high school, like yeah, just waiting for somebody to say something mean to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, no. That'll be good. I. Um, I mean, if it'll be alright if I've got you, because mm. there's lots of things I can say to yeah, you yeah. about your hair and stuff. But I mean, I'm not sure about Kai Fei because Kai Fei is a really nice guy. Like, yeah. like he's he's probably one of the nicest guys in Canberra comedy. Yeah. Like, I don't know how I go insulting him. Plus, plus he's Indigenous and I'm yeah. white, and so if I insult insult Kai Fei, I'll just look like I'm racist. <laughs> but but if I got you, I'll be okay. Then you're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, 
Either way, I reckon it'll be a good fun night. That's on the um, on the sixth of September at the basement. Tuesday, the sixth of September. Um, the tickets are on Oztix or in my bio on Instagram. So check that one out. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, yeah. But yeah, looking forward to it. Um, and we'll be able to um, smash through it. See see the ultimate winner at the end of the night. Yeah, yeah. You you think it's going to be you, don't you, Marky? I'd like it to be me, but <laughs> I can't say that. I think it's going to be me. I don't know. So, so um, yeah, I, it'll be it'll be good. It'll be good to to do that because I I'm just in like the way I've got it laid out is even if you win or lose, you still have the same amount of stage time. So like it doesn't really matter whether you win or lose. It's still yeah. like um, everyone's still getting the same amount of fun out of it sort yeah, of thing i mean it doesn't yeah it doesn't bother me because i'm not competitive but, but it'll bother you won't it, it uh, if, if you don't win you, you're you're competitive aren't you I, I can tell by the way you organize your comedy stuff you're very driven yeah whereas I, i'm not competitive but 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 it'll shit you if you don't win won't it? it's um it'll it'll shit me if i don't get to use some of the shit that i want to say um so yeah uh, i like to make use of stuff like if i write a bit i want to try it and if it doesn't work i want to know that i gave it my best yeah. uh, so if i write a joke that's really good and i don't get to use it then that's what like is more annoying but i'm happy to yeah I'm, honestly if um yeah as long as everything runs smoothly I'm, i'll be happy at the end of the night as long as you know everyone's there everyone does their thing everyone um yeah gets get some good and we get some good laughs and decent audience participation then i'm happy yeah no that, that that's that's a good part of it mark i think i've said to you before that that idea of getting the, the crowd involved in voting is um um if if i don't when i can blame it on them that they're a bunch of morons <laughs> so sorry if, if you guys are coming but. <laughs> yeah fuck, it, fuck them um all right thanks heaps for being on the show cheers for everyone for tuning in and sticking around listening to the whole episode I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Don't buy me a drink. Just name names. Yes, yeah, right. Big Tony. You'll get fucking thrown out of the strip club with your floppy disk. Yeah, all day. Make people feel shamed for shit all day. <laughs> Don't blow Turn it. into a hard drive. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to keep it simple. That they're not proud of. Just give me ten bucks. All right. Thanks, Marky. Do we have chemistry? Do we have beautiful chemistry? I think so. Yeah, yeah. On and off mic as well, just in case anyone's wondering. <laughs> in this back room here. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Cheers.